Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online. You'll experience the all-new Cerebral way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way, so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. Hello and welcome to the Borough Breakdown Opposition Preview Show with Tom Green and our guest for the evening, Teesside's biggest Norwich fan other than maybe his dad, Matty Sorkel. Matty, thanks very much for joining me. Evening, Tom. Yeah, I've uh, got to give my dad a shout out there. He's, he's responsible <laughs> for all this, so we'll, we'll blame him, but also give him a shout out. Eh? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Um, <laughs> when you say responsible for all this, I think mean, that uh, <laughs> leads into the first question quite nicely. Um, you're going into the Saturday, uh, fourth in the table. There seems to be a bit of a different feeling around Norwich uh, compared to the last time you were in the division. I do remember last time on socials, you know, Pookie was scare- uh, scoring every week. It's a very good feeling around uh, you guys going up and, you know, Farker being the manager. See, so Dean Smith in charge. Now, what's the, the season been like so far? Um, it's It's been... It's going to sound daft given where we are in the league, but kind of feel like it's been a bit of a non-event so far. Um, I don't know if that's because of the looming and impending iffy World Cup that's coming up and people aren't as excited about that as, as people normally would have at the major tournament or if it's the style of football under Dean Smith or it's the, the inconsistency with, with the results. I think probably a factor of, of everything, but we don't, we don't seem to be the team. You mentioned about the team that, that has, that's you know, gone up uh, consecutively uh, when we last been in the Championship. We were, were a shadow of that, of that former side. So the, the feeling around the club... And around the fans, doesn't that feels like there's a disconnect? Um, and, and we were talking just before we started about, you know, teams would fear probably playing Norwich previously in, in campaigns gone by, um, and it doesn't feel like that's the case anymore. Um, which you know you'll probably have, have had similar experiences where Middlesbrough was concerned, big club, big ground, um, and when you kind of lose that sort of fear factor of teams coming to play against you, you sort of start to think, oh, what's 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 next kind of thing. So. Um, yeah, it's been a, a tough, inconsistent start to the season to what I think is, and I, I don't know your take on this, but not a brilliant quality standard championship season. I don't know. Oh, what... I'd absolutely agree with that. Yeah. Um, and so we've played, you know, we've, we've had wins like Saturday just gone where we we, we beat Rotherham and uh, we've, we've, we've had sort of, I think it was September, October time, we, we had a good run. Uh, Six wins in eight, or something, or six on the bounce, something, something along those lines. Really good, uh, really good uh, run of, of results on on paper. Um, but I was at a lot of them games, and we 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 scraped through the likes of Blackpool. You know, we we ended up coming up against good sides in in Burnley um, and and getting beat. Um, Sheffield United, we, we we drew with and, and quite easily could have lost it. So um, yeah, we've we've struggled against the good teams, um, which uh, I fear. Uh, a rejuvenated Middlesbrough might be another case of on, on Saturday. I'm a, 
I'm, I'm, I'm feeling a bit pessimistic, I won't lie. Well, I mean, from my side, fingers crossed. But <laughs> um, So how, how much of that would you, well, what, what would you put that down to really? Is that, uh, you know, a, a Dean Smith issue? Is it, uh, you know, the team? I, I, I don't know what uh, necessarily your transfer window was like, or is it kind of like the, the wider club? It's a, it's a really good question. I think I I, I, I believe, well, we'll start on Dean Smith. I, I believe, you know, obviously there was a lot of affection and love for, for Daniel Fark and what he did at the club. Rightly so, he's, he's, he's an absolute legend um, and, and doing well now with Russian Munch and Gladbach. But as far as, as, as far as Dean Smith's concerned, he was brought in uh, to keep us in the Premier League uh, with the, uh, I guess, with the, the hope that if he couldn't do that, uh, we would we would bounce straight back up. Now, obviously, we're only in you know the middle part of November, and, and we've got this break coming up. But I don't think we're going to go up under Dean Smith. So I I think a lot of the responsibility does have to lay his 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 feet. The football's not great. I'll be honest. Uh, you know, I don't know what your take on Aston Villa was when he was there. Um, but they didn't play. You know, they didn't to, to quote Andy Tate, they didn't play a, a Pep a Guardiola style of play. Uh, as as far as I can remember, he was he was kind of bailed out quite often, maybe by the the talent of the squad that he had, especially the likes of Grealish, um, and 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 other big names that Villa had. So, um, and he doesn't have that at Norwich. He doesn't. You know, we've got Cantwell, we've got we've got Pukki, we've got Sargent, um, but it's not the same caliber of, of squad. So, you know, and some managers just don't fit certain clubs, do they? You know, you see that sometimes a manager will only stick around for 12, 18 months and, and he's gone or the fans want him gone or whatever. And that kind of feels like the, the case with Dean Smith. The football's not as, um, certainly not as exciting as it was under Daniel Farker. Uh, and and the feels like it's a, becoming or, or has, has become uh, quite a big disconnect between the, the fans and the club as a result of some of the some of the decisions that have, have, have been made. Um, and I think there's probably bigger problems as well with the sporting director. You know, Stuart Webber's had a lot of praise um, and and some of the scouting staff. I know also there's that link with Middlesbrough as well with uh, Kieran Kieran Scott. Is it yeah? Yeah, our uh, head of football. Yeah, so you know did did good things at Norwich, and you do start to think, well, was it Weber all along, or was it kind of backroom staff and uh, as as well? So yeah, there's there's a there's a strange feeling on the club, and it's it's not a brilliant one at the moment, which is is a little bit sad. Um, so yeah, that's why I'm. I'm a little bit more. You know me. I'm I'm normally really up, up being optimistic, but that's why I'm a little bit a little bit pessimistic at the moment. Yeah, I mean it, it, it's it's really interesting to to hear, especially like you say, being being fourth in the league. But you know, clubs can feel like that. I, su- I suppose you know we we finished in the playoffs under under Tony Pulis, and a, a lot of people were kind of hating it around that time because of the the football and stuff. So yeah, I, I totally get where you're coming from with that one. Um, you mentioned there um, Dean Smith was brought in to kind of keep us up, and if you went down, you know, bounce straight back up. Sitting fourth at the moment, what is success looking like for you guys this season? Would the playoffs be a failure? No, uh, the the style of football that we're playing and the, and the way that we're scraping results. When when we when we went on this 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 win streak that I, I mentioned earlier. It was very much just papering over the cracks. You know, we, we weren't playing really, really decent sides and we weren't playing good football and we were we were getting quite lucky wins, which you start to say, you know, every now and again, a sound of a good team is a team that wins without playing very well. Uh, but you can get away with that, you know, during the course of a season or a couple of games, but not when it's kind of every week. Do you know what I mean? I've, I've seen every game and I've, I've been at a lot and it's kind of, 
it's kind of one of them where you think, does the playoffs, does the, the position that we're in in the playoffs, does it do us justice? I really don't think it does. And that's not me being, you know, an overly anti-Dean Smith, I don't think. If you ask the, any number of, of fans that have been at games recently, whether it's home or away, um, obviously in my case, mainly away, it's 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 a case of we don't really know how we're where we are in the league. Uh, and and that's a bit concerning because, like I say, when you come up against the, the, the really good sides, the likes of Burnley, we've, we've played Sheffield United, like I say, um, we've been found out. Um, so to answer your question, I think the playoffs would be a success this season, based on based on this 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 style of play that we're, or, or lack of style of play, uh, and the coaching staff. Um, and I was really really optimistic about we brought in with Dean Smith. We brought in Craig Shakespeare, who's you know obviously really highly thought of uh, in the in the footballing world, been around, done it in, in lots of different places. But I, I don't know what we are anymore. So I don't really know what you know. We're not a we're not we're not solid defensively, but we're not great going forward. You know, I normally think of a, a Burnley, for example, under Dyche, solid at the back, and knew what he were getting, quite direct. But that was their maybe philosophy is too strong of it, but that was their identity, wasn't it? Um, yeah. The cranker Middlesbrough played very nice football, but were very defensive, but kept a lot of clean sheets, and you knew what you were going up coming up against. Us under Farke, it was possession based, it was attractive football, and and we probably got a little bit too used to that. But under Dean Smith, we don't, we're none of the above, I'm afraid, uh, which is, um, yeah, it's slightly frustrating, I think, when you've been used to good football of, of years gone by. Oh, I can imagine. I mean, it, it definitely sounds like it's going to be uh, an interesting one, which uh, which Norwich turns up on, on Saturday then. But, yeah, looking at that, how confident are you for Saturday? Mate, I, I, I hate playing Middlesbrough. Um, it's a no-win situation for me. Uh, if we win... Do you know what I mean? It's if we win, we win, and everyone's mates are normally fairly quiet about it. If we win, do you know what I mean? But if we lose, thankfully we've got a good record against Middlesbrough. You know, the last sort of five or six years. But if we lose, it's kind of just bury your head, avoid, avoid as much interaction as possible. When I go to play football on Sunday morning, it it could be a painful experience. Do you know what I mean? But you know, in in all in all seriousness, I'm I'm not looking forward to to, to the game at all. Um, we. Uh, We've been okay at home, but I don't know the the form that Middlesbrough in of of late under obviously under under uh, under Carrick. It, it makes me very very concerned. Um, if I'm being really optimistic, I'm going to say a score draw, but I, it's one of them types of games where I can see Borough kind of nicking a one nil or a or a two one or something. So um, yeah, I know it's really really down and pessimistic, but uh, that's that's unfortunately where things things feel at the moment. Uh, I mean, from our side, I'd just be happy to see like uh, an entertaining game. I think there's been there's been too many games at uh, Carroll Road over the years. I, th- I think the first one I can remember, we drew about three three or something. But then there's been other ones like you know that that one nil in the playoff season where we scored yeah. early on and it was just hanging on till the end. Yeah. Uh, there was the last one a couple of years ago where you know Daniel Fisher was tasked with marking Todd Cantwell and he was like yeah. running over to the left back position. Yeah, was that a nil? Was that nil nil? I think so. Yeah, it was, it was a lunchtime, so, wasn't it? It was like a twelve. It was the midday one on Sky. Yeah, and, uh, and I, I looked at it because that was that would be Warlock uh, then. Yeah, it was. And it was. I remember. I remember saying I put something on Twitter and I got a bit of stick for it saying, um, "Tony Pu- uh, Tony Pulis, uh, Warnock." It was, it was the same thing. Same style of play. Anyway, I said it, it was an anti football, an anti footballing masterclass. 
Um, and I didn't mean that disrespectfully. That was it. It was a compliment. It, it went there, set up. Uh, oh yeah, you have to do that sometimes. Like, like I just mentioned the the Crank game. That that wasn't how we played at all. Uh, like at all that season, but. You know, you, you have to do it if you if you need the yeah. points, and, and yeah, you're exactly right. At the time that win, I remember feeling absolutely deflated, and the Middlesbrough camp was absolutely elated. And, and it's one of them where, obviously, playoffs was was a bit different. What happened in the game itself at Wembley, but that particular game at Cow Road, it was a Friday night or something like that, or a, or a midweek. I can't remember. It was it was it was an evening game, and it was like, what what have we just that done to us? properly done a job and like you say sometimes when you're playing decent sides you, you've got to do that so um will Saturday be that kind of game I don't I don't know because I don't really know enough about Michael Carrick as a manager like none of us do uh to 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 sort of and I haven't seen enough of, of Michael Carrick's Middlesbrough to to you know think will he go and do that at Carroll Road or will he does he have an identity does he have a philosophy where it's going to be like not regardless of who we're playing we're going to play our style of football. So um, I'm intrigued to see what what you mentioned about which Norwich turns up. I'm always intrigued for that. But I'm also intrigued to see which Middlesbrough turn up in terms of how defensively you set up or whether you're open and expansive. Um, because, again, we were chatting before we, we got going. You mentioned about a different... It's amazing what a different style of formation can do in a slightly different style of play. And you look, you look a new team. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I mean, speaking about formations and styles of play... Uh, and, and which Norwich are going to turn up? How is it Norwich? How, how do you think Norwich are going to set up at the weekend? And, and who in that system should we be looking out for? Well, it's it's a strange one really because we we've had a big lack of consistency. To be honest, we've had uh, Sargent, who is our, our top scorer, who is a, 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 a is a striker. He's a, he's a number nine, and that's his preferred position. Um, and when Puki was injured, he was playing as a nine and he's scored seven or eight goals this season. He's just got the, the call up for the World Cup for, for the American squad and, and rightly so. But when Puki's back, he's playing on the right-hand side or he's playing on the left-hand side. And obviously, Sargent himself is injured for a bit. Cantwell's just come back in and he can play on the left. He can he can slot in as a number 10, but we often don't seem to play with a 10. So, honestly, in terms of the 11, we've had, you know, you'll be familiar with, with Max Aarons. It was a lot of hype about him a few years ago. Um, he suffered a knock at Burnley uh, and then was still on the bench the next game after that and only returned to the starting eleven recently. So, um, honestly, I don't know. Our biggest weakness at the moment has been left-back. Uh, is, is has got a really bad injury. Ken McLean's played there, which hasn't been pretty. Um, McCallum uh, has played there and looks OK, but not brilliant. So, my biggest concern... For Norwich, uh, for, for, for Norwich on, on Saturday is, is Middlesbrough right hand side. Offensively, I think if we get Book in the right positions, he's he's always a threat, isn't he? He's 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 a clinical finisher for me. One of the best, if not the best, strikers at, at this level. Um, he doesn't need too many touches. He's he's instinctive, and his movement is is incredible. I, I love sometimes in a game I'll just watch when we get to the sort of final third, and he, you can sort of see him. He's looking along the line, and he'll. I'll drop a shoulder, he'll run it behind, or whatever he does, his movement is incredible. So, if we create chances and, and Pookie's on the pitch and Sargent's on the pitch, and Cantwell has, like I say, come back in recently and done very, very well. Um, so, you know, they could cause cause Middlesbrough problems. Um, but on the on the on the opposite way of looking at it, I suppose, on the defensive side of things, um, I also think Middlesbrough are more than capable of causing Norwich a few a few problems as well. 
So would you say, you mentioned the right-hand side there, would you say it's Isaiah Jones and Tommy Smith you're maybe not looking forward to coming up against on Saturday? Or are there anyone, any other areas of the, the Borough team you're looking at and thinking, I hope they're not on form? No, def- definitely Jones. Definitely Jones. We mentioned, because um, I was I was just wanting to make sure I got this got this correct, I asked you, didn't have a question. Is, is, in this new shape, in this new formation, is he playing as a right, a right-hand-sided midfield? And, and, and obviously he is, and I was... I was uh, looking at the team that that, that started uh, the, the other night, and it's it's one of them where with his pace, with you know his direct, um, seen a bit of him over the last sort of year or so. Um, depending on who plays at left back, but regardless of who plays at left back, I suppose we're, we're frail there. McLean's not a defender. Uh, sometimes he's not a midfielder, but um, <laughs> we we are missing our our first choice left back, um, and. Uh, and, and I do feel that's a real a real area of weakness for Norwich. So Jones, yeah, absolutely high on Jones. Also, I think Force is a is a really good player. When you signed him, I was like, oh, what a signing eyes. And then I don't really know the ins and outs of it, but was he injured? Did he not play as much under Wilder? Like, what was the crap there? Like, did he? Uh, Wilder was referring to him as a developmental striker, uh, which I personally think meant wasn't his signing because uh, as soon as Carrick's come in, he's uh, he's he's straight in the team. Uh, he, he said that about uh, Force and Matthew Hoppy, who's been on the bench the last couple of games, or hasn't been in the first team too often just yet. Um, but yeah, development striker apparently. Well, he, he played he played second fiddle to to Tony at, at Brentford, didn't he? And it's like, I mean, you know, there's not many players even I know he's obviously not on the World Cup, but there's not many players even at, even at Premier League level that, that would probably you know keep Tony out. So. I don't think that was probably a true reflection of his of his ability or his potential, just being a, an impact sub or you know what I mean, playing playing second field. So when he came to Middlesbrough, I was like, oh, this looks a good a good signing. You just didn't hear of anything about him, and obviously you've explained the reasons why, which is a bit of a bizarre one. But he's a genuinely a player that I look at, and I think he could easily score a couple on on Saturday because uh, he's a player that you and I have, have played a lot of football manager over the over the years. He's uh, a player that I've I've signed a few times with football manager player that. You know, you sort of you get a bit of attached to a certain player, and you keep an eye on him. And when Middles were signed him, I was like, "It's a good signing." Um, and I, I think he, he could prove prove to be that. Certainly, the second half of the world, uh, second half of the season after the World Cup, if he gets a regular run of games and he's confident, he's he's scoring goals. Yeah, like I say, Jones and and Force are the two players that I'm least looking forward to to coming up against on Saturday. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, just to, just to back you up on that, I've signed him on footy manager as well, and he can't half finish. Uh, yeah, <laughs> so, uh, get a little nationality joke in there, but <laughs> yeah, was, yeah. Well, he's one of them. He's one of them, isn't he? Where I, I, I often think that them sorts of players, a bit like Pookie, um, the the can probably play at a higher level than they maybe end up doing, um, and and. Until they get some players, just have a club that that, that, that they find and it fits. Uh, and whether that will be Middlesbrough for him, I, I don't know. But certainly, like us with Pookie, whereby he didn't do brilliantly at Celtic. He didn't, you know, he's, he he'd been around uh, a lot of clubs beforehand, uh, and we signed him, and everyone went, "Oh, we signed him." But like, if he's one of them where not that I'm, you know, trying to be big head or anything like that, but he's one of them where I think, oh, no. Seeing him a football manager, he's going to be good. Not that he can be a football manager, but uh, no, I, I get the same impression with Force. I think he's uh, he's he's probably got a lot of a lot of good good stuff to offer Middlesbrough in the second half of the season. Yeah, I'd absolutely agree with that. 
But last question anyway, uh, looking ahead to Saturday's game, we always ask for a prediction. What are you thinking? You know, you said score a draw earlier. Just don't lose. Um, <laughs> and if we do, I'll drive down to Norfolk and pack Dean Smith's bags for him. But um, my, my heart says 2-1 Nor- Norwich. Um, but my head, yeah, score a draw. Um, but I've said that about the last few games. Uh Sheffield United was two uh, two. The um, the the recent game at Rotherham was was two one. So I, you know I feel we've probably got goals in us, but we also leak goals. So one one or two two. I'm thinking. Uh, and if it's a Desmond, then so be it. It's not the end of the world. <laughs> you know what I mean, I'm not. Uh, as long as we don't lose, Tom. You know, uh, I'll 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 certainly be burying my head if we do. Well, you know what? I, I have to agree with you on the the one one. Um, I think that's mine for for the weekend. I've said three 0 on the last couple of uh, predictions oh. we've done for for Hull and Blackpool, and very nearly came off at Hull. Did at Blackpool. I really should start putting money on them, but I haven't been. Um, just never bet, never bet on Borough. But uh, yeah, I, I, I look at Carroll Road, and I just I never see anything other than uh, a score draw. I was getting beat, so. Yeah, I think one 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 just to, to go into the World Cup break, hopefully on a, a little bit of a high. But uh, yeah, that's uh, that's that's all for tonight. Thanks for joining me, Matty. No, thanks for having me. Yeah, and uh, hopefully, hopefully the best team wins. But hopefully, more importantly, I don't get too much abuse on on Sunday or next week. <laughs> Fingers crossed, mate. <laughs> Cheers, mate. This was your opposition preview show of the Borough Breakdown.